Well, well, well. Takua Frimpong. Glass breaks. I, I think I should have played the radio dub theme as like WWE style. Exactly. Entrance music. I deserve that kind of music when I walk in. The reason we've got you on is because you started arguing with me before the show about something and I said, bottle it up, save it for the airwaves. Because yeah. we don't want to be wasting the gold when the mics aren't on, the cameras aren't rolling. That's, that's true. That is very true. So, I mean, I think this might get a little bit more confrontational nah. than... Uh, than Oscar the... can be the referee. He's, <laughs> right. He's the referee. Good. There's actually a referee shirt on the rack. We should have, we should have got you to change yeah, into it in the ad break. Uh, but Bakua, your beloved Arsenal... Yes. Well, they're not beloved. They're just my Arsenal. <laughs> your uh, team, my team, my burdensome been... Arsenal. Yeah, have uh, asked. Well, not asked, but uh, stripped Pierre Emerick Aubameyang no of ask. the captaincy. No, no discussion involved, and uh, aired their dirty laundry in public after he turned up late after going to visit his sick mother. Oh, don't know. I see what you did there. So um, no, no, that's, surely, like, that's not scene. that's not how you frame the narrative. Surely, some, not com- framing surely like that. some compassion is Josh, needed. You know what? Sometimes you know what you go to work and you tell your boss. Your boss tells you you got to start at seven, and you say, mm-hmm. "Okay, boss, I'll be there at seven o'clock for and you." Okay? Sometimes you have a family emergency. No, no, but the boss knows. You know, you're. This is the time you're going to start. Okay, you know, but if you're late, your boss has the right to be angry, and it's not the first. If it's not the first time you've been late and you've been late multiple times and you haven't done the right thing, you might get fired. And that's what happened. And that's okay. He, I have – Mikel Arteta has – his player management has not been great. I, he's, mm. like, isolated some players that are who I think should be in the Arsenal squad. But on this instance, he's made the right call. Bamiang should never have been Arsenal captain. He may have been our best player, but being the best player does not allow you to be the captain of a football club, and he's never equipped to be that. Just because he's unsuitable for the captaincy, I don't think necessarily means that this incident was the right moment or deserved moment to strip him of it. And also the way they announced it, following his latest disciplinary breach. The, okay, I, will be I mean, honest. it's such a passive-aggressive It is passive-aggressive, but sometimes... Statement. But people have... I, I, I don't understand. People wanted Arsenal, when uh, Arsenal Wenger, to hold players at a higher standard when he was here. And I've always said that Arsenal allow their players to get away with too much. They're, you know, it was such a relaxed club. They, mm. They're taking photos in the dressing room. They're relaxed after lo- losses. When a manager comes in and decides to go, this is the firm line. These are the rules that I have set. This is the way the club is going to be run. I want the fans to respect the club and respect the players. I want the players to respect the fans and play at this level. When they are, people are held at that standard, we cannot suddenly go... Oh, that's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. It's a bit harsh now. No, it's not. That's a standard we set at the start. So stick with it. It's not hard. I mean that that attitude from fans though is surely a, a bit of a reactive one. I mean, you, you you see the results and you think soft, but I mean, surely this decision is going to split the dressing room. I mean, he was visiting his mum. No, no, just... sorry, he's visiting his mum, and he <laughs> thought he had to. Speaking of isolating players, he thought he had to isolate from a COVID test. That's the reason he turned up the next day. But Josh, he should have planned this. My whole thing is, I understand that his mum's sick, but you're taking a risk. You are most certainly taking a risk going there. What's he going to do to get his mum on the plane? Is he suddenly an Uber driver? Is Arsenal not paying him well enough in the wages to get his mum on the plane? I'm sure she's sick. Josh, but this thing, he has siblings. He has other family who could have got his mum and taken him, brought her back. He didn't need to go. He, he made that decision and knew the risks are with it. 
and risk. I mean, part- sick people famously uh, always want to travel. No. I don't think it's a matter of you know money or comfort. Surely, no. It's I. It might not be that, but he took the risk to go there, and he knew he had to be back at Arsenal. He had to have done his COVID test and be back. In time well, for he, training. He misunderstood. He that's, thought he had to get back to the UK and then... I can't... Yeah. You, Arsenal, as a club that's growing, cannot afford for your your captain to keep making mistakes. This isn't like... if Josh, mm. I would be with you. If this was his first ever mistake and he hadn't done anything wrong, I would, I would be like, this is insane. This is crazy. Why are you ostracizing a player for this? But it's not his first time. If it was his... If it's, it's multiple occasions. He missed the game last season because of his own ridiculous behaviour. I'm sure there's been more stuff at the club, and he, I don't think he's performed particularly well this season. That's also made Mikel Arteta go, you know what? I don't. It's not worth it. You're not worth being captain. I'll be honest with you. Looking at that Arsenal dressing room, there's a changing of the guard, and there are players in there who are worthy to have the Arsenal captaincy. Back in the days of when Vieira had it, you know, even mm. when Cesc had it, it's we're going back to that Get rid of him. So if I can, you know, get a word in. Oh, Thanks, sorry, guys. Appreciate it. Um, no, that's fine. Um, just, just when when you're talking about the 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 Arsenal captains gone by of the past, and you know, so obviously we've had Aubameyang now. Before that, we had Jacker. Yep. Before that, we had Koscielny, who also had some troubles. Koscielny before that was actually a decent was a decent captain sure, until he took his shirt off yeah, and revealed exactly. Bordeaux. Ended yeah. ended in tumultuous circumstances. Of course, yeah. So he, in your mind, is is Arteta taking this kind of action? putting a stop to that trend of, of, of ill-disciplined or, or poor think, culture in the club? I think he's trying to change the culture. I am. I, I want this to be clear. I am not. A, I think Mikel Arteta is good enough to get Arsenal in the top four and nothing further. That's the, that's the expectations I have for him as a manager. But if he along the way can change the culture and have young players, set a standard for young players to want to work hard in the days of when Arsene Wenger first started and have players at that standard, I have no issue with him taking this stance with Aubameyang at all. Just to play Josh's advocate, um, <laughs> just going back to the boss analogy that you used. If, if but, but if one's boss said when when you turned up a day late to work because your mother's sick, said now you've lost your but job. You, well, which which he hasn't really, but you know you've lost your position. Sure, surely there's a. But when I, you, I think Josh said it. You know, does that not run the risk of no, alienating the dressing no, because room because knew, there has to be a human element? You have to understand. But it's not. It's not. There I, are people. I, it, it's not about him going to. It's not about his mum being sick. Like. Uh, his mum was sick, so Arsenal let him go. But Arsenal said, you can go and get your mum, just be back on time. Arsenal, I feel like people are like mm. are thinking that Arsenal said, you can't go, and he, Aubameyang just went and left. Arsenal agreed with him, said, you most certainly can go. Just be back on time. That's, yeah, is but that she, too she much lives to, in a remote part of France. She doesn't have a direct airport connection. You, then why don't you, before, why don't you, can't you get her? I mean, it's special dispensation, special circumstances. Like, it, it just comes off airing this in public. I mean, maybe there's a, a fine involved or something. But yeah. airing this in public and saying this is the reason or, or this is the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of his uh, disciplinary, uh, in this disciplinary action and his, this breach. I think sends the the wrong message. I don't think players are going to want to play for Arsenal if they're going to be dragged, you know, publicly like I, this by the club. Like as I said before, I am not Mikel Arteta's number one fan. I think the way he treated Saliba particularly has been poor. I understand the way in which Guendouzi was initially treated, but I also think it was too harsh for a child. Mm that now he's playing, you know, in Liga and he's playing some decent football and William Sleeper is, you know, getting in teams of the week for Liga. 
and who may not come back to Arsenal. I because they've chosen to make an example of him. It's not just the decision. But the thing is, he's not. He's not the first player he's chosen. He is not the first player, and this is not the first reason. There have been other players who have honestly have a harsh have been dealt harsher hands than Abamier. Yeah, but I'm I'm just talking about in terms of PR management and also man management. He, they've chosen to make a public example out of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang where it would have been easy because he's not in form anyway to just not pick him and now someone else wears the armband or to do this in a quieter fashion to have it, uh, you know, as a mutual thing. Is, like, your, is your problem the action or the, how loud the action was? I think I think the, the volume of the action, shall we say, yeah. is the more important thing because obviously Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is not the right person to be Arsenal captain at this point in time. He's out of form. He's not really a leader. I don't think he's the right personality for it. I don't think he should have been given the armband in the first place. I will say... So I agree that he shouldn't be the captain, but to strip it from him in this way, in this public fashion, I think is needlessly cruel and unusual. I, for me, I have no issue with the action. I I, I can, I can, uh, I can give a little bit and say maybe it should have been done in a little bit. The, the statement, I'm with you, was very passive-aggressive. I understood why it was passive-aggressive. I think Because this I is th- just carrying favour with the supporters. This is a cheap shot so that the supporters say, yeah, like take that, Aubameyang, you I, overpaid All I'm saying is, Josh, we've got an Amazon documentary coming out next year, so we'll see all the ins and, <laughs> all the ins and out. But for me, I think there is a certain contingent at Arsenal, the Lacazettes, the Aubameyangs of the world, the Pepe, who have a little bit of a group there, and then there are the other players at Arsenal. I think there is a clear divide in groups, and mm. you know it's. And I think, I have, there's no doubt for me. At the end of the year, Lacazette will be leaving. Abamyang maybe in January may go, or he may go on loan because that seems to be Arsenal's route at the moment, where they give players on loan and then give the option to buy. And Pepe may be also be going. So I think the reason Arsenal have done it, and Arsenal have been, I'm going to take this this attack that other people are having towards them saying, oh, this looks a bit weird, it's because they know these players aren't going to be there. So okay. you've, you've just, just maybe one more thing, but you, you've, you've mentioned how, I, I think both of you have talked about how the fact that he's not in good form and how that maybe makes it a bit easier, like it's not worth persisting with this thing if he's not adding anything to the club. In your mind, Pakua, is the fact that he wasn't in form, like did that make it, did that force the hand? Was that no. the decision? Because you know what? For if me he'd is, been playing really well, if he'd just won the FA Cup, would they have done that same? Would they have taken this same action? I think, unfortunately, in world in, in life, sometimes some people get special treatment. If he was playing in better form, maybe he would have you know, maybe would have given him a little bit more leeway. But he hasn't been in good form, and he hasn't had a great attitude, and hasn't looked like he wants to get better. So. Doesn't that undermine the whole like cultural reform thing? If you're saying no. if you if you're good enough, then it's I, okay. Because I no no, it's not that he's good enough. I think he should. If he was in better form, he still would have lost captaincy. It might not have been this loud, but he still would have lost the captaincy because your captain can't do that. But, but treating players differently because they're not playing the same. But clubs always treat players differently. That is that like it's not a new thing for the big players to be yep. treated differently. Sure. But there is a there is a low level standard that has to be met. And if you're not going to meet that standard, he has to, like, you have to get rid of him. There are these little things, you know, those little extra things that sometimes they'll get away with. But the key and the core values of the club, if they are not going to be met by the biggest name of the club, who's on the biggest money at the club, and it's not even close, 
you have to cut the ripcord and go, time to go. Well, we've got breaking news apparently. Uh, only semi-related, but the African Cup of Nations is, according to many multiple sources, going to be postponed imminently. So potential compensation for, for Cameroon, the hosts. Uh, was Aubameyang going to go to that? He, was. he would have been. He would have I'll been be off. So, as an actually the only person who who mm. actually will have watched the tournament properly, <laughs> um, as a gunner, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> lucky. Be honest, I I would be I'd be like getting off of these games. I'm disappointed. I'm a little annoyed. I understand why, but also. The virus is not just in Africa. It's in a lot of countries. Well, apparently... It didn't, it didn't start in Africa. Let's be honest. Reading here, according to our very capable producer, Lockie Flanagan... Cables, good producing yeah. job today. Yeah, I would have this is that. what you do. This just in. <laughs> the European Clubs Association has written a letter to FIFA. Such a disgrace. I'm pissed. You're they are concerned about the well-being of players. Are you kidding? I'm, I, I know this is not like... <laughs> because a, I, know, I, know, I know it's not... I know this is a football station, but... Sorry, the virus didn't start in Africa. South Africa just happens to be the first ones to call it out. Uh, like, mm. like, why are we not acting like the Omicron virus is not in the UK currently well, you know running around? Right. This is a smokescreen. This is a smokescreen for it's, yeah, it's clubs to not lose their You know, their, you know what, it's, you know what it is, players. Josh? Yet again, it is world football disrespecting African football. And I'm not even kidding. Like, it happens all the time. I on agree. A cont- on a continuous football basis. It's the reason why with the World Cup, we only get, a, like, we get like some of the smallest contingent of... Um, Countries allowed to go, even though we provide some of the best football in the world. It's embarrassment. And best it's, fan culture at the World Cup. Well. Actually, no. You know what? It, no, genuinely, I'm actually very, very annoyed because we. Why is the current EPL season going on? Why is all these big major? To- you know why? Because they get lots of money, and it's all this glamorous stuff. Um, what's called Afcon matters. I, I care about Afcon. My mm. dad cares about Afcon. Family, friends, we care about Afcon. Just because it's not, you know, one of the big co- tournaments in the world. That's just ridiculous. It's, it brings it back to like mm-hmm. when Jurgen Klopp, he didn't mean to disrespect it, but you, he did in turn disrespect the tournament when he's like, he made a gesture calling it a little tournament. It's not a little tournament. It matters to us. We care. Yeah. And the players care as well. Otherwise, they, you know, they wouldn't make themselves available for it. It's ridiculous. It's a, you know what? What it is, what it is. And they'll get postponed. And then every time everyone gets mad, oh, why is AFCON going on? It's such a little tournament. Well, you know what? You need our players. Well, I'm glad we've found something we're on the same page on, yeah. Fakua. Uh, Oscar, before we go, uh, we didn't talk about the Champions League draw, the redo. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting uh, situation where Real Madrid and, and co. were saying that, you know, the mistake was made before or after we were drawn out. So why do we have to redo the whole thing? Mm. I did think it was extremely funny when PSG came out for them instead of Benfica. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like an elaborate prank had just been played on Florentino <laughs> Perez specifically. Yeah, uh, but uh, a big, big screw up from UEFA. They've they've fixed it on the night, thankfully. Uh, what do you think about the the matchups that have come out for these uh, these English teams, and and what do you think of Real Madrid's point of view here? Do you actually have some sympathy for them? Well, I just want to say I also love the fact that it had to be redone because Manchester United couldn't be drawn against Atletico Madrid and then Manchester United got drawn against yep. Atletico Madrid, which I think is outstanding drama. <laughs> They've set it up fantastically. It seemed like it was scripted. I think they had to, you know, compete with the Formula One headlines. So, yeah. You know, we could, football couldn't be out of the headlines for that long. Yeah. Um, d- do I have sympathy for Florentino Perez? No. Like, when, when, when would I ever really have sympathy for Florentino <laughs> Perez? No. Um, I'm shocked and abhorred that Real Madrid have taken this so poorly. Um, mm. t- 
to be honest, I'm just thrilled that Inter are playing Liverpool. I think that's awesome. I yeah. think that's fantastic. So that 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 like the initial draw, there were lots of kind of dud matches. It was a bit like well, whatever. But, but there was we, also Messi versus Ronaldo. There, that that was that was the True. exception. So really, I wonder if this is a scheme so that Messi versus Ronaldo remains a Barcelona Real Madrid special, uh, so as to to in club football. Am I right there? I hope yes, so. Yes, I think yeah. you are. Which Messi I think Ronaldo is... has been played Manchester United Barcelona uh, in the Champions League final in that's 09. a good point nine good final yeah good and point. I think they they may have played what each other final, another Josh? year um, yeah we don't like to talk <laughs> about it and Messi scored a header you know your defense is broken down when Messi scores a header that was anyway. at a Champions League final Jim. yeah it was <laughs> yeah um, that's embarrassing um, what team do you go for Josh <laughs> I. I Look, yeah. let's just say that Oscar called himself Josh's advocate before. So, okay, fair enough, fair enough. You know, you know what the that's, placeholder word there that's was. That's funny. That's good. That's good for you. I like that. <laughs> it was well a really complicated joke that didn't really land. But anyway. To play Josh's red advocate. <laughs> okay. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Um, Inter Liverpool's great. Uh, denied Messi Ronaldo, get what United Atletico, mm-hmm. um, which is a weird one because, like, I don't really. They're both in strange positions, both of those clubs. Sure. Um, I think getting Benfica playing Ajax is a good outcome because it means one of them gets to the quarterfinal, and I think that's exciting. So, you know, I'm, you know I, I, think, I think that the second draw was better than the first draw, so in that sense, good. And pissing off Real Madrid is, is also okay. Well, I think we'll leave it there for the EPL show. Oscar, thank you so much for your company, making your, your full debut, shall we say. <laughs> Had a few off-the-bench appearances and been given a start in the first team. He was team. good. He was good. First team appearance, pretty good. Stop, you guys. Good, good review from Pakur here. Thank you for chipping on, in off the bench I've, as well, Pakur. I have thoughts and I'm going back outside. It was our super <laughs> sub for the night. Uh, we'll sign off here on FNR Football Nation Radio. Big apology uh, if you're trying to tune into the green room earlier. We had some internet difficulties that were sadly outside our control, but uh, decided to switch itself back on somehow. And uh, we're glad to be able to bring you this hour. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back at the same time next week for the EPL show. Uh, no state of our Football Nation uh, tomorrow. Uh, it, yours truly has uh, has commitments, so I do apologise for that as well. But we will ba- be back on Monday for our last week of shows before we break for Christmas. Until then, it is goodbye for now.